0: Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sarah Witchery. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Vibrant Humans podcast. And I am hoping that this day finds you whenever you're listening to this. um, I hope that you are feeling in a good place in, you know, the roles and intersections that you play um, as mom, as wife, and as um, amazing physician or whatever role you have in the working world and how you help others. Um, Today, I wanted to bring you a brief discussion just on a challenge that I think so many of us have and experience um, as high-achieving women and moms, and that is a challenge with procrastination. So just holding a little bit of space and noticing, you know, that this is something that so many of us cope with and deal with and, you know, understanding a little bit more about it, um, kind of getting at the root of why we procrastinate, as well as just equipping you with a few actionable steps to start to overcome it is my goal for today's discussion. So before we dive in a little bit more to this idea um, about procrastination, just want to always be here to remind you again and again that you're not broken, right? So no matter what kind of habits you are struggling with, Um, regardless of any attempts you've had at changing them in the past and maybe not been successful as you wanted or not been successful at all, I just want you to know that, you know, in all this self-development world, like it's so easy to just focus on change after change and what we need to make better. Um, But you as a human, my love, you're not a problem to be fixed. And my mission in these discussions is never to make you feel this way. Um, I just want to highlight some of these experiences and just talk about them openly because I think we are all um, we all experience them, and so I want to empower you with just new ways to look at some of these challenges, as well as um, highlight you know the the agency that you have in creating how you experience procrastination or any other number of obstacles and challenges that you face. So you know I think that a lot of times thoughts that we have or little insights um they're like little nuggets or like little seeds so sometimes we're planting them we hear them um and sometimes they take root and take a long time to grow sometimes we need to hear those those same things over and over and over until we start to you know um believe them a little bit more and so sometimes you know the fruit or the plant that grows from that seed it just takes longer and that is okay right these beliefs that we have and that have shaped us and how we live as well as our habits they are they're not new right so we've been practicing them for a very long time so it makes sense that we continue to struggle with a lot of the same things and that's okay you're not broken you're not broken um so procrastination kind of in a definition term is the act of delaying something usually due to a reluctance to initiate the task, right? So really for me, how it shows up is maybe I have planned um, plan to do something at a certain time and I look on my calendar, it's not like a meeting, it's more like I wanna work on a particular project for 30 minutes or an hour. And it's like that, to me, it's like that dread when I see it, it's like, no, no, like that's not what I wanna do. I planned that before, now that it's here, don't want to do that at all. Sometimes it's exercise, right? It's like I don't want to exercise, so I'm gonna like do other things instead. Um, and we all have our own procrastination stories. Uh, so it's definitely there, and there's reasons behind why we procrastinate things. We don't usually procrastinate things that are don't take a lot of energy or effort for us. So things like brushing our teeth, taking a shower. Well, sometimes I do I do procrastinate that sometimes. <laughs> um, but you know, some things that we just do all the time, eating. Um, meals or putting our kids to bed, you know, typically these these things are not um, bringing up a lot of these procrastination tendencies for us, but things that are more challenging for us that have either more mental effort that's required or maybe more emotional discomfort, um, I think are absolutely things that we tend to procrastinate. Um, and just, you know, a sense of overwhelm, right, of whatever we're experiencing and kind of the, the chronic stress load that we're carrying that particular day can lead us to be more likely to procrastinate something that we planned ahead. So why we procrastinate? I think it's it's basically at a high level. It's a battle between what we desire in the long term and the allure of something that's more immediately gratifying. So yeah, we might uh, might come to see that from an evolutionary perspective, we have an inclination over seeking pleasure and comfort rather than something that is hard and challenging, um, something that we might dread doing. And this absolutely, like biologically hardwired, contributes to this tendency for us to procrastinate these things. It's so important to recognize that procrastination itself is is just neutral, but we often attach our thoughts and beliefs to it. Um, and basically judge ourselves for procrastinating. And I think understanding why we procrastinate something is also crucial. Um, So we know things, like we said, like instant gratification is always um, a strong one, as well as things like perfectionism. So I know for me, if I'm working on a project or a presentation or something like that, I will procrastinate that a lot, right? And the reason is not that I can't do it, not that I don't not that I'm like worried, or what am I trying to say? Not that I'm um, not capable of doing it, or that you know I don't want to do it. It's literally like the fear of it not going well, or the fear of me not doing a good enough job on it, right? And like these standards that I set for myself um, can really inhibit my ability in the moment um, to actually, you know, take time to work on it. So. Um, sometimes it's easier for us to procrastinate and just not do it, just avoid you know working on it like we said we would, um, because we don't want it to be less than perfect, or we don't want it to be less than very good. And other times we procrastinate things because maybe we had set aside a little bit of time for something. um, but you know our day gets off, and we're running behind, and maybe when we come to that one task, that dreaded task, that we tend to procrastinate, Maybe it's like decluttering your house, organizing, you know, one of those types of things. Um, a lot of times we bring to bring the energy of the all or nothing type of thinking to those types of things. So we think, well, you know, I had planned to do this for an hour, but now I only have 20 minutes. So it's just not worth it. Like I just shouldn't do any at all. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I'll do something else instead. Um, and I think that this happens a lot for um My husband, I know with like exercising and it's been a process for him over time to realize and, um, start to believe that like doing 15 minutes on the Peloton is, you know, actually better than doing zero minutes. But for the longest time, you know, if he didn't have an hour solid to work out, like he thought it's stupid, like there's no point. But now, you know, I think that he is grasping and realizing and seeing for himself, like that doing 10, 15 minutes and doing that more frequently, more consistently, is better than skipping many, many days because he didn't have that hour that he wanted carved out. Um, So yeah, that all or nothing thinking is hugely contributing to why we procrastinate, as well as the instant gratification desire, wanting to avoid discomfort and just perfectionism. Um, So I think, you know, it's very common to engage in tasks that are, you know, kind of mindless or is busying us that can feel productive, but we are um, doing them in an effort to procrastinate something else that's maybe less enjoyable. And so I wanted to just end the episode with a few actionable steps that you could consider to implement some of this learning and um, ideas about procrastination into your real life, because I think that is so important. Like we can learn about all these things But how do we apply it into our everyday life? And I think that's where we obviously see the biggest uh, impact in when we apply what we read or what we listen to into our life and take what works, leave the rest, you know, take what resonates with you. So first off, uh, pause and identify emotions. So again, it all comes back to our feelings, right? Um, But truly, when you are catching yourself, maybe this week, procrastinating something or about to procrastinate um, try to see if you can just pause for 30 seconds or a minute and just sink into your experience like turn your compass inward try to identify any thoughts or emotions that you're having um, maybe there's a sense of overwhelm maybe anxiety about whatever it is that you think you know you might procrastinate doing maybe it's like an ambivalence or even a sense of dread those are really common and just You don't have to do anything with those feelings. Just a a great first step is just recognizing what is there, bringing that awareness again. Number two, you can try to work backwards. So if you've identified the emotion that you're experiencing, maybe the procrastination you think is due to overwhelm, then try to work backward and uncover what thoughts you think you might be having that have been triggering that for you. What are you thinking over and over that maybe you weren't aware of? What are you thinking that's leading to that overwhelm and to that procrastination? Do you have maybe a belief that um, there's not enough time to do it or it's, you know, not worth your, the, the, you have a fear that there's too big of a risk of failing at whatever it is you're doing? Or do you have a piece of that all or none mindset? Like, it doesn't matter unless I do it for this amount of time. Like, it's no, there's no reason to do it and it's dumb and you know, has no purpose if I only do it for X amount of time. Um, And then the third step is just to practice the uh, idea of interrupting the pattern and pivoting. So when you have this awareness, right, and you kind of in real time can see, oh, I'm procrastinating here. Huh, what's underneath this? And you identify maybe the overwhelm and the idea or the thought that you're having is that you don't have enough time, and you to finish this project or to make any real um, progress on it, and you're overwhelmed by all the other things you could be doing instead. Um, then you're opening the door, right, with this awareness and this practice to just starting to interrupt the pattern, um, the unconscious pattern that just kind of plays out in the background without us paying attention to it, of procrastinating something and therefore not achieving what we were hoping to and not moving. Forward in the goals that we um, set out to achieve. And so, if we're able to do this, um, interrupt the pattern, then we can kind of pivot from the trajectory that we were on and that we would be on if we were not aware of what was going on. And this might involve making like an observational statement to yourself. It might be reminding yourself, you know, of your reasons why you are working toward the goal. And, you know, just a reminder that those. Reasons, the more powerful and compelling they are personally for you, the more impactful they will be for you. Um, and then you might just want to, yeah, think about other temptations or other stressors that are maybe getting in the way of your, um, that are causing some thoughts that are not very helpful and creating that, those, those feelings of overwhelm or dread. Uh, so there's so much more that goes into this topic. Um, But I just wanted to kind of bring you a taste and get you thinking a little bit about procrastination, why we do it, um, how like why it makes sense. I think Um, not shaming us for it. And then just some gentle and possible steps to start to kind of question or interrupt the pattern of it. If it's a thing that we deal with a lot in our lives. Um, because it's procrastination at the end of the day, it's a very complex um, interplay between our thoughts and our emotions that create our behaviors and our habits, right? And if we are able to just unravel these threads ever so slightly, ever so slightly, we over time can gain more power to intervene and to forge a new path for us that's maybe unfamiliar, but that serves us at a deeper, higher level. Um, as always, these are not a one-and-done type of process, right? Self-awareness and repetition are going to be some of your biggest allies in this work. Um, and as fellow physician moms, I know that you're navigating the, you know, ups and downs of so many things in life and in all your roles. Um, so I want to encourage you to, you know, understand and um, and look at procrastination in a new light, um, even as a tool for personal growth. And I'm wishing you so much clarity, so much resilience, and so much self-discovery on your own journey. And I appreciate you so much for tuning in. Please share this episode with anyone you think would resonate and could benefit from hearing more about procrastination and offering some grace to themselves for that tendency and habit that so many of us have. I. Wish you a wonderful rest of your week and I'll see you all here next week.